everybody, welcome to this lesson. We are going to be talking about how to get great clients. Specifically, we're gonna be talking about a three-part, quote-unquote, formula, framework, structure. It's a way of thinking about the client getting process that allows you to sit back and say, okay, instead of being frantic and, oh my gosh, I gotta go over here, and oh my gosh, I gotta go over here, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do that, it takes the entire complex process chunks it into three specific little categories, and then it allows you to look at your business and say, okay, am I doing this category? If not, I need to sort of push the little lever, make this better, push this little lever, make it better, maybe this part I can pull back a little bit. It's basically a control system for your business. Now, by having this control system, if you're a freelancer or a service provider, what this allows you to do is change the quality of who you are attracting by understanding the mechanisms of attraction. In other words, follow this and you can control or be at least better at controlling uh, who it is that is approaching you for your services. So it's three C's and let's jump into it right now. The first C of this formula is to collect. So the first thing we need to do is when you look at our business, and we need to ask ourselves, how are we doing in collection? Now, what do we mean by collection? No, this isn't about collecting money. This is about collecting what's even more precious than money in today's world, which is attention. Attention is right now in 2019, the most precious commodity in the world, period, full stop. Why? Because attention is also connected to that other most precious commodity in the world, which is time. In other words, the more attention you are getting or when you're asking for someone's attention, what you're ultimately asking for is their time. And people are becoming a lot more sort of uh, aware, conscious, and less likely to want to give their attention away. At the same time, competition for attention right now is brutally intense, right? There's, there's, everybody's trying to sell everybody something. So your ability to collect attention, and notice how I didn't say get, I said collect attention. We'll talk about that in a second. Your ability to collect attention is directly tied to your ability to control quality because whose attention are you getting? And then quantity, how much attention are you getting equals how much you know, money you're making, essentially. So when we talk about attention, and we're not just talking about getting attention, because getting attention is easy. You just go on Facebook, you say something controversial, you say something silly or you know, whatever. You go on LinkedIn, you post some stuff and people see it and they say, oh, that's nice. They hit the like button, they maybe comment, but you're like, why isn't this turning into money? Well, the reason it's not turning into money is because you haven't collected that attention. Getting attention is very difficult to do, and you need to collect that attention so that you can, for the people whose attention you have, repeatedly return to that well of attention. Let me explain this here a little bit better than that. So, what do we mean by collecting attention? We mean increasing your subscribers, increasing your followers, increasing the number of emails on your email list, or if you're like a lot of people that I teach, increasing the number of emails that you find to do cold outreach. 
the higher these numbers are, think about what those numbers mean. It means that every time I produce something, put a piece of content out there, send an email, make a video, whatever it is, they have signed up because they want me to get their attention. They want, for example, to uh, get a notification every time a video comes out. So the mechanism for truly gaining momentum in the world of attention is to look at your email list size, your follower count, your subscriber size. Now, you may say, oh my gosh, Mike, does that mean I need to do a YouTube channel and a podcast and a this and a that? No, what I'm saying though is whatever you decide to do, you wanna double down on LinkedIn, double down on LinkedIn. You wanna do a YouTube channel, do a YouTube channel. Wanna do both, do both. It doesn't really matter as long as you can manage and you know be consistent because consistency is the secret. Uh, as long as you can be consistent, what you're ultimately looking for is not views, not comments, not likes, not shares. You're looking for who is asking for me to get their attention again, okay? Now, so, the metric here is subscribers, followers, emails. That's the first place to look in your business. How are my subscriber count? How's my follower count? How's my email count? Is it growing? Is it diminishing? Is it staying stagnant? Is it nothing at all? Well, that's a lever you can pull. That's where you start to say, well, maybe I need a better content strategy. Maybe I need to think about, you know, in my videos or in my podcast or in my whatever. Maybe I should tell people to subscribe, ask them, hit the subscribe button, you know, things like that so that I can increase that number because once I have it, then every time I produce new content or need to say something more or to attract more people, I have this whole entire list of individuals who are there ready to basically give me some of their attention. Now, we've got their attention, okay? We've collected their attention, that's working. What do we do with that attention? Well, we communicate. What exactly are we communicating? Well, specifically, it's really, really this simple. We are communicating with those people whose attention we have what they need to know in order to buy. Okay? So, we have all these people's attention and we need to communicate to those people. We got their attention, they're, they're ready, they're listening. They're, you know, they want to know what's going on. What we need to tell them is simply what they need to know in order to buy. Now, that doesn't mean just here's the information about what it is I'm selling. What they need to know is, are you someone who can be trusted? Do you know what you're doing? How are you going to help them? What will it be like when you help them? What are the end results of whatever it is you do for someone. What does their life look like? What does it feel like? What do they need to believe? Some people don't believe in internet marketing, right? They don't believe in digital marketing. They don't believe that you can uh, grow a business online. They don't believe that an email list will help them. They don't believe that high subscriber counts equals more They don't believe these things. And so one of the things that you have to do is once you have their attention, you have to figure out what do they need to believe? What do they need to know to feel safe and secure in order to buy from me? I've done other videos, uh, which are on uh, uh, other videos, other podcasts, other content throughout the no pants world talking about this, but I'll tell you a little 
sort of quick version of what you need to know to shape all content. Cause you're like, okay, well, what do I say then? Like what specifically do I say? If you want people to believe that you can help them, the trick is to help them, right? So the answer is in order for you to know what to communicate to someone, it's not about how can I write the trickiest sales email. It's not about how can I manipulate somebody. It's simply about what do, what can I say to them that will help them? Because if I help them, they'll believe that I can help them in the future. Then what happens after that is now you're into this world of conversion. Most people are too focused on conversion and they forget about collection, communication, and everything that goes into this. Now, let me be clear, it's very simple to collect and communicate, right? Uh, we have programs in the No Pants Project which will teach you how to do this, but ultimately it really boils down to show up as often as you can. I recommend daily on some platform doing something which allows you to communicate your message as often as possible because a high frequency of communication equals a high frequency of attention. Just simple math. The more messages you have out there, the more people are going to see it. So you don't have to, you don't have to get into this overcomplicated stuff. It's the process of attracting people, the process of attracting good clients, the process of getting yourself, you know, growing a brand and, and growing a business and, and getting people to know, like, and trust you. It's 95% just about showing up consistently and showing up frequently. It's not about who has the best looking video, who has the best sounding podcast, who has the best. It's, oh my gosh, that person is fairly consistent. I've just, I can't tell you how many people come to us in the No Pants Project, for example, and they say, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and I literally watched or listened to seven hours of your podcast and I was like, this, this is the guy who can help me, right? Like that, that's the buyer experience that you're looking for because I make this video, I make a podcast, I make a blog post, I make a, an email. Once I make it and I set it free, I never have to do anything. It's out there making the sale for me automatically while I'm sleeping, all that internet hype stuff, that's actually what happens when you do this. Now, last piece here about conversion, very, very simple. There's lots of different mechanisms for conversion. If you want to automate the conversion process, which is getting someone who now trusts you to pay you money, highly recommend webinars. Oops, that's my favorite. Webinars are very simple. It's an online presentation that you teach someone a little bit of something, you tell them how you can help them, you say, here's the, the offer, here's a buy button, completely automated. 90% uh, of the revenue in the No Pants Project is webinar driven and completely automated. Uh, the alternative is phone calls. And emails. Okay. So, you know, that's pretty standard. Somebody starts a conversation with you and you get on the phone and you turn them into a client. Somebody uh, emails you, you email them back, you, you, you get them turned into a client, right? So you can see now these three areas, when you really sit down and look at your business, you start to ask yourself the questions. How am I doing in my collection efforts? 
So the other day in one of our groups, somebody posted, I sent out 25 cold outreach emails and I got one warm lead. I feel like I'm failing the program, right? They're like, I don't know why this isn't working. How's this? That? And this particular person, if they sit and think about the math of their business, they know that for every 25, they get a warm lead. So what's the answer? Is the answer to go try something else? Is the answer to go uh, to give up? Is the answer to let, uh, you know, the, the sort of maybe feeling discouraged in the moment to let them, to let it overcome them? No, of course not. The answer is if for every 25 you get a warm lead, send more of those emails. In other words, go find more emails and increase your collection efforts. Now, let's say that this person increases their collection efforts. Now they're doing 100 outreaches a day because they're, they they're hungry for it. They want to get it. They want to get results. And they're still not happy with 1 in 25. Well, what could be wrong in that process? Well, if it's 1 in 25 people are willing to get on a phone call with you, then what might be happening is what you are not succeeding at is telling them what they need to know in order for them to be interested in contacting you. In other words, the communication could be off. So let's work on increasing the communication. Let's send them to some blog posts. Let's send them to some content in this cold outreach process. Let's give them information. Let's, what can we tell them that they need to know in order to want to buy from us? So you see how when you're in the middle of it and you're trying to get clients and it seems like there's 50 million different things going on, you actually just take it one step at a time. Now we get down here. Maybe this person is having phone calls, but nobody's really buying. Well, if our collection efforts, so we go back and we look, okay, well, our collection efforts are great. We're getting 100 new a day. We can't do any more than that. Our communication is good. We're getting the phone calls. They're really interested in talking to us. Then what is left is that something's wrong here in our conversion portion of our client getting process. In other words, we need to look at maybe the phone calls. Are the phone calls good? Are they not good? Are they, um, are people, uh, you know, are, are we using good sales uh, tactics? And by sales tactics, I mean, are we actually listening and, 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 and diagnosing and prescribing? Same with any other method. So let's say you're out on, uh, you're doing YouTube like we're just starting to do and you're pumping out these videos, you're doing these videos, you're doing these videos, and doing these videos, and nothing is happening over here on the webinar. You're not getting more sales. Well, what you have to do is you have to stop, you have to break down the process and see what's going on. Are people subscribing to our videos? Can we increase the subscriber count? What can we do in each video to increase the subscriber count? Because the more this goes up, the more everything else goes up. Um, are we failing to communicate properly that we're the people who can help them? If so, why? What do they need to know before they'll buy from us the No Pants Project? And then of course, lastly, if we're getting people to sign up for things and getting them super interested and they're commenting and they're loving what we're doing, but we're not making any sales, well, what's wrong with our webinar? What's wrong with our email process? What's wrong with... And so you can see that you can take this 3C framework and really almost in any business, but especially if you're selling sort of a service-based type business, you take a look at these three C's and as long as you're just willing to move the levers and sit and think it through, you'll find your path to fixing whatever the problem is, right? Instead of trying to jump from technique to technique to technique and, and jumping from guru to guru to guru, 
you take a look at your own business. You take a look at what it is that you're doing and you use your own diagnostic abilities now with this framework to make the adjustments and to make the tweaks and to make the fixes. This is how you build a six or seven figure service-based business. It's not the next latest, greatest, tr whatever, trinket. It's not a 97 step funnel. It's this process of examining what it is you're doing, making the tweaks, asking yourself the hard questions, and then doing the work to put this in play. So it's collect, collecting attention, communicating what they need to know, and then going through with the conversion process. Hope this video has been helpful to you. If you're listening to this on the podcast or watching this on YouTube, would love a subscribe. If you're on iTunes, you can subscribe on iTunes. If you're on YouTube, you can just click that uh, subscribe button below the video. Hope you're having an awesome day. Hopefully this was helpful. We're gonna be continuing to communicate and collect with you, <laughs> my dear audience, friends, and members, so that we can run you through our conversions and help you. You can go to the nopantsproject.com and actually see some of the things that we have for sale to help you implement stuff like this. Anyways, that's it for me today. We'll see you in the next one.